all-American half pound of sweet pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato, singles. This is Singles Going Steady, the podcast dedicated to exploring great singles with a particular eye to the punk, new wave, and DIY eras of the last century. I'm Steve McGowan. And I'm Adrian Madoc. And uh, we're in a band, The Beef People, who released a single in 1986 on our own label, Zub Records. But we're also record collectors and passionate especially about the expression of pop music perfection that is the single recording. Exploring the mystery of what makes for a great single is what propelled us to begin this podcast. So what number are we up to? This is Singles Going Steady 027. And we are going to discuss the Manchester, England band, New Order. Uh, we have talked about Joy Division uh, already. And this is the first single from New Order, Ceremony Within a Lonely Place. And who are New Order? Um, the remaining members of Joy Division um, after um, Ian Curtis's su- the singer's suicide. So you've got um, Stephen on drums and uh, Peter Hook on bass. And Barney on guitar. Um, Barney taking over most of the vocals. So um, this is an interesting track. Um, Adrian and I were discussing how it is kind of uh, it's a transitional sound. Um, we know New Order from Blue Monday and and Power Corruption and Lies and the later stuff is very synthesized. It's very uh, they they developed, developed a very unique sound that yeah. was their own. Um, very new order like sound. Um, they still kind of sound like Joy Division on this single, their first single for Factory Records in Manchester, Factory 33. Um, because I think both of the songs were actually written when Ian was still alive, and I believe he wrote the wrote the uh, the lyrics to both of the songs, so they re-recorded them. Um, let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of Ceremony, and then we'll. we'll uh, See what we can shake out of it, okay? This is New Order uh, from 1981 in March, a Factory Records a ceremony.
right. I love the, I love that song. Um, I love the the slashing kind of a nasty guitar. Um, it's a nasty guitar sound, and Peter Hook's bass playing is everywhere. Uh, it sounds like there's two bass tracks in some places, but he may just have the the chops and the wherewithal to do it all with with one. Um, uh, Stephen's drumming, Stephen Morris's drumming is 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 amazing, and Martin Hannett produced the single. He was a famous um, uh, exacting producer. I do know that he made Stephen Morris record a lot of the drums separately. He wasn't into the room sound, so he'd have to do the kick, and then he'd do the hi-hat, and he'd do yeah, the Yeah, so snare. you're not saying the drums separately. in a different room. You're saying yeah. each drum yeah, component. each drum, yes. Each component separately. Kind of insane, which... Uh, um, it means that I think Stephen Morris was a pretty good drummer. <laughs> uh, so he he would have complete the producer would have complete control over every sound. There wouldn't be any of that annoying room sound oh in the drums. <laughs> so whatever that was a control freak. Yes, exactly. So um, it's it's a killer song. Um, it, it, you can hear Joy Division do it on the last compilation. Still, there's a live version of it with Ian singing, and there's a version of it on uh, the Heart and Soul compilation to the box set. Um, but this is this is really going places for New Order. Um, I, I really the the song really gets me. So I, I really like. The way it moves along, I like the guitar riff. I like the bass. Um, I like the way it kind of ebbs and flows and comes back. And, and it's a definite bridge between you yeah. know the the former and, and the yeah. what's to come. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And it's got a great sleeve. Yes. Um, Again, Peter Saville designed, mm-hmm. and it's got multiple sleeves. But the one right. I'm talking about uh, is we have an original copy which has like the gold foil sleeve and it's uh, embossed lettering. So it's a little hard to see what it is unless you have a, a bright light on it. And then there was a later sleeve or another concurrent sleeve with white and uh, black lettering and green on it, which is a lot easier to read. And this is an interesting story about this single. It was recorded in uh, March 81. And in September, Gillian um, joined the band, made, became the fourth member of New Order. And uh, they re-recorded Ceremony and put it out with the new sleeve. And then they ran out of the new sleeves and they put some of the the new song, the new recording, in the old sleeves. <laughs> so obviously this is a song that they had deep feeling for. Yeah, they keep revisiting yeah. and re-recording. There's, the, and the, version, the second version recorded was not as Joy Division sounding as this one. You wouldn't expect it right, to be, though. Right. They, they'd taken some of the edges off and it's, it's not as long as this version either. And not as mournful because mm-hmm. not right. as close to the morning. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I was reading an interesting interview with Peter Saville right. um, about his design, because he was one of the co-founders of oh, Factory. Factory. Mm-hmm. And he said, I mean, he came out of the Manchester Art School, and that he wanted to design objects that he wanted to have in his life. And I think that very much echoes how we feel about having the right. records that he's designed. Right. That they're things that you want you to want have. Your life, yes. They're objects that, that are meaningful mm-hmm. um, uh, and have great beauty. Yes, and a beautiful art to listen to as well, obviously. Um, this is um, even before the first New Order album, which is called Movement, and uh, 
uh, when they finally came to the U.S. to play, um, we did go see them at the 688, and it was kind of a star-crossed gig. Um, by that point, they had a number of uh, synthesizers and sequencers, and they were um, they, we were actually having to wait in line outside the club, the 688, which never happens as they were sound-checking. And they, they went over like an hour and a half from the doors time, opening doors, um, and so everybody was in a pretty bad mood when they got in there, and it was pretty packed. And uh, there was a lot of hostility in the audience, I remember. But uh, they, they played fairly well. You know, you could tell they were still getting their feet wet as New Order. Um, Hooky was up front, you know, just wailing on the bass. But the rest of them were a little bit more um, subdued. Yes. <laughs> scared, I think, actually. And, uh, um you know they're These from angry Americans. Uh, yes, angry Southerners. <laughs> Even worse. Um, so I did. We we did get to see New Order, which is, is, is and it wasn't in like a soccer stadium or anything. It was in a, a fairly small club. That was a, a, a good highlight in the in the early eighties. Um, the B side of the the single is called "In a Lonely Place." It's not um, up to the same quality as the A, but it's a, it's an interesting little song. Again, Joy Division roots. Uh, we'll play just a little bit of it, and we'll talk about it on the uh, when we come back. This is New Order in a Lonely Place, the B side of Ceremony.
so this is really a holdover, a sonic holdover from Joy Division. You yeah. can hear it easily on Closer. Yeah, it really sounds like it belongs on the album Closer with the synthesizers, and there's really hardly any guitar, um, and it's got that kind of closer gloominess to it. Um, again, what we were talking about, transitional, um, a great A-side, a band in flux, it hadn't been that long since Ian had passed, and they were they were doing songs that he had helped write. And uh, that you know, I mean that did cast the pall. Yeah, they're working their way through it. You can you can practically hear it, you know. And uh, um, it's still a marvelous single ceremony. And we will be talking more and more about New Order because they have released a number of great singles, and uh, we'll get to them on the on the podcast. But this is really kind of seven inches of communal mourning. Yes, I agree. One of the advantages of recording these in a cluster, as we've been doing, is we begin to to make connections um, between the the various um, episodes we've we've recorded. And I, it was striking me that that we had talked about the undertones and mm-hmm. then that petrol emotion and how. Even though they different. had how different they were from each other, mm-hmm. even though you had a lot you know, of the same people, a lot of the same actors involved, mm-hmm. and here you've got even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you've got yeah. basically a, a subtractions right. r- rather than uh, than a new mixture. Mm-hmm. But, but um, yeah, but certainly New Order was as different. It became as different. Yes. Um, they're not there at this point, but mm-hmm. they become as different as uh, from uh, Joy Division as mm-hmm. um, that petrol emotion was from the undertones. Did you? Um, can you imagine anybody covering this song besides Bette Midler? <laughs> well, well, I think it would be interesting to hear a Bette mm-hmm. Midler version. Yes. Uh-huh. I would like to hear Sparks do it <laughs> after listening to number one song. Yeah, yeah, those connections. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could hear oh, them yeah. hammering that one out with the operatic vocal. That would be a, be a, a real interesting one. It, it would give it a lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, my recommendation this week. Um, I may have mentioned this before, but um, Peter Hook of New Order and Joy Division, the bass player, he has written. Um, Three books, I believe. There's one about being in Joy Division, there's one about being in New Order, and there's one about owning the Hacienda Club in Man- Manchester. And the book that I have read that he wrote is the one about being in New Order. I believe it's called uh, Substance. And it's like almost 900 pages long. It's a fascinating read. Um, you would think uh, an English band like New Order would just be, you know, boring or. This is like these guys are like Motley Crue on the road. Um, <laughs> him and, him and his, his not people. Give any hints of that. No, you would not be. They were like Vikings, and, and when they came into your town, they were they would hoover up all the drugs and uh, um, you know gather all the women, and then it was like lock all the doors. The new orders here, um, and there's a, a long going feud between him and Barney, which uh, never gets you know. Obviously, he got kicked out of New Order, so there's a reason for that. Um, Peter Hook does have a band as well called Peter Hook and the Light, which I was lucky enough to see about a year and a half ago. Um, they will the show I saw. They came out. They did a bunch of Joy Division stuff, early Joy Division stuff, like, and then they did all the hits from New Order. And his son plays bass as well as he does, and the band was fantastic. Uh, and 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 Hook did all the singing. He was great. 
Do you have a recommendation? I do have a recommendation that's related to Peter Hook. Um, His former wife, who's now sadly um, passed away, Caroline Hook, um, uh, was on a great British sitcom called The Royal Family, which is just one of the funniest things uh, I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. It's basically a family watching TV, but it's brilliant. Uh, uh, Insightful character portraits of of life in, in in England so I recommend the royal family if you can find that yes you are a big fan of the British TV especially the royal family yes okay so that's going to wrap up um, singles going steady number 027 we talked about new order and their first single ceremony in 1981 and uh, it's been great talking with you and we will see you next time later To learn more about the artists and recordings we just talked about, visit our website at zubrecords.com and click on the Singles Going Steady icon. You'll also find links to the persons, places, and things we recommend, and much more. You can find episodes of Singles Going Steady on our website or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Singles Going Steady is brought to you by the power and majesty of Zub Records. Zub Records, smart sounds for sharp people.